there's really a, a lot going on when it comes to, to tech at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah it hasn't happened by accident, you know, this way. We are a very well-connected community, and so the, the team at Aerospace New Zealand, the team at Christchurch, City Council and their Smart Cities team, we've been working together with Christchurch NZ to create a buzz around this um, Innovate Otatahi week. So it's a great time to just kick around and see a bit more of what's going on here. The New Zealand Tech Podcast, brought to you by Gorilla Technology, proactive and strategic IT. Greetings and welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Spain. Uh, today, we are in Canterbury with Louisa Taylor. Welcome along to the show, Louisa. Thanks so much for having me. Before we delve in, we want to thank our show partners. Thank you to Vodafone, Two Degrees, Spark, HP and Gorilla Technology for their support of the New Zealand Tech Podcast. Look, very exciting to be uh, to be here in uh, Canterbury again in Otatahi. Tell me a little bit about... What you do, because in the world of tech, uh, you wear a, wear a few hats. Uh, you're a professor at the Canterbury University. You head up Canterbury Tech, and you've got uh, Periscope uh, Collective uh, that you run as well. So, uh, yeah, just walk us through a, a bit of an overview. Yeah, at the moment, I guess what's keeping me busy is uh, the Canterbury uh, Tech hat. So I'm the general manager of Canterbury Tech. We've... Um, got about 400 members now ranging from uh, large global businesses, local businesses, startups, individual members and we also have a large number of student members as well because we offer a a free student membership so that people can you know learn and grow and um, connect with with businesses um, yeah I, I teach design thinking uh, at the UC School of Business executive education program and I also run yeah my consultancy which is Periscope Collective bringing together the right minds to solve nutty world problems and that often involves technology pieces within that as well Fantastic. Mm. Oh, that's uh, that's brilliant. Uh, great things that you're working on. So looking looking to uh, to Christchurch, we've got really three events that are happening across. Uh, you know, as we chat, yesterday was the Canterbury uh, Tech Summit, which was fantastic, and uh, yeah, really pleased to be able to finally uh, make it down for one of those. Got Innovation Expo uh, kicking off uh, here uh, in Christchurch on uh, Sunday. That runs, I think, Sunday, Monday, and then the Aerospace Summit uh, Monday, Tuesday. So there's there's, there's really a, a lot going on when it comes to, to tech at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's a buzz, and it's it hasn't happened by accident. You know, this way. Um, we are a very well-connected community, and so the the team at Aerospace New Zealand, the team at Christchurch. City Council and their Smart Cities team, we've been working together with Christchurch NZ to to um, create a buzz around this um, Innovate Otatahi week. And that means that we can have three different audiences um, within technology, you know, satisfied. So it's a great time to just kick around and see a bit more of what's going on here. But um, yeah, yesterday's summit, I was great to, great to see you there. We had 800 people so that was amazing complete sellout yes (laughs) little horse you can tell why because i've been uh, doing a lot of talking yesterday yeah yeah well Mm. congratulations on that i mean it was it was impressive to uh you know just just to see such a, a great community and um 
yeah, it seems like it is a really tight knit community uh, down here. Mm. That people are very, uh, very closely connected, and uh, yeah, it was hard to walk too far without uh, somebody saying hi or getting an introduction yeah. to, to somebody <laughs> new. So it was great. Well, I'm only the second general manager. Um, my predecessor, Neil Hamilton, um, being the first, and before that, a completely voluntary community organisation so our mm. committee is still voluntary um, you know sourced from all of the amazing technology companies that are our members so people put their hands up to you know um, help out and pitch in um, and I think that once that's gone through many generations of um, committees um, those people go back into the community and are our advocates and I think that's the special source of of the um, tightness of our community community is that um you know all the people that have given are out there you know saying it's it might not be my turn now but you know this is a great organization and sending you know our young people to come and get involved as well which has been great so yeah it was great to see lots of past chairs and committee members wandering around and um, representing their technology uh, businesses there yesterday too yeah yeah it's really it's really exciting mm. so there's there's a whole lot that we could delve into mm. I think it'd be it'd be great maybe just to talk about some of the the companies within mm. uh, Canterbury that have you know that have been catching attention uh, recently, whether mm. it's ones that you know people might have heard of, um, you know, through previous uh, media coverage, because mm. there, you know, there are some like you know, Dawn Aerospace have raised squillions of dollars mm. and, and are getting you know lots of media um, attention, mm. and and you know, rightly so. Uh, but there are a whole lot more that we maybe don't necessarily mm. hear so much about, or you know, they're not so far along uh, in their journey. So I was you know kind of curious, but you know, just yeah. um, your you know. Per- maybe personal picks, ones that have caught your attention uh, recently that, that you think uh, folks might be interested in, in you know, being a, being aware of. And um, some of those will certainly be sort of cycling back and um, and doing podcasts with. And so, you know, while I've been down here, it, it certainly I've been getting a little bit of a nudge around, uh, you know, different companies. And so, you know, probably over the next six months or so, um, some of those those podcasts we've started scheduling will will come through. Um, but it's it would be nice to start with um, yeah with some of your thoughts, Louisa. Gosh, it's such, so hard to pick. I, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm, being, I'm being a little bit mean, which is why I said you know per, you know some of your personal picks. So you know we can't cover everyone today. Yeah, course. I mean, there's I mean some of the, those sort of uh, high growth companies like the, uh, some of the ones you mentioned. Obviously, we've got. Um, uh, Lumen um, PDF, who is um, does a PDF editor, which is now in um, you know Google Chrome extension that everybody uses um, instead of you know I won't mention their competitors, <laughs> <laughs> but there are you know it's one of those secret successes in in Christchurch. They've got, now got a, a big global team, um, and so their team here they've got a beautiful office down by the park. Um, but they've also got you know teams all over the world, so they're often flying around. They've got a very global focus, and they're doing amazing things. And you can tell like their culture is amazing. You know, they're um, you, you can feel the teamwork uh, there. But what a, what a great bunch of people! And um, so we're really happy to have um, you know them as part of the community. They've been supporting us. Very well. I mean, you've got Matomo. I don't know if you've heard of these guys. You know, when people talk about startups and it's not only the right tech, but it's the right timing. Yes, yes. These guys, 
they're a competitor to um, Google Analytics. Mm, and mm. like, why would you take on Google Anal- uh, Analytics, right? It's like, it's a no-win game. But what they focused in is on ethics and privacy. Yep. So they're, um, everything that they do in their DNA is about ethics and privacy. So when they want to, you know, install that new app to help them with their business, Ash, it has to go through a bit of a, a process to make sure that it meets their ethical standards. But they've hit, so in Europe, um, Google Analytics is doesn't meet legal standards. So that's their perfect timing is mm. that the whole of Europe, when those rulings were made, was looking for, well, what do we do next? And uh, they looked over and they, they found Matomo, and so the other problem was that the um, the third version was at GA3 mm. and then moving to the GA4, yeah. um, you can't actually take your data with you, which is a massive oversight by Google. So what did Matomo do? They made the data portable from the old version. And so uh, because of that, you know, timing, tech and responding to their customers there, they're just blowing up in Europe at the moment. That's brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. their head of revenue, Dion, is here in, in Canterbury, but they're a fully distributed team, so they work mm-hmm. from all around New Zealand. But I like to think they're, you know, they're they're part of our our membership and, and yeah. a- active part of that. So yeah, doing really well. On the smaller side of things, you've got um, a lot of health tech starting up. So. Um, We've got three different incubators in Canterbury. We've got Ministry of Awesome that you'll be well aware of down mm. um, on the Ara campus, uh, Te Pukinga, um, and they're focusing on clean energy, uh, women founders, and you know gen- general startup. Then you've got um, up at the university, the Centre for Entrepreneurship. Um, obviously, a lot of people that uh, students that have come through from engineering or biology degrees they're looking to get those skills to be able to um you know commercialize they might not have learned the commercial side of things but they've got an invention so that school is helping them to take those brilliant ideas with their science knowledge and then apply it you know to to have enough commercial now to take it to market and to find the right other co-founders to do that yeah they said they seem to be doing some really good good stuff we had uh jared uh on from the center of entrepreneurship yeah, nice. um, previously and uh, yeah it's it is it's really really encouraging to uh, you know just to see uh, how much um, expertise and, and support is is there and available uh, here here in Canterbury yeah and just yeah. two or three weeks ago we've opened up the uh, the health um, tech center at the art center so that would be mm. well, well worth a visit um it's a shared working space um it's the most beautiful shared working space you've ever seen because it's set in a um you know uh, one of our old restored newly restored um, buildings at the same era as you know the cathedral and christ college and that so. yeah this is where uh Serenus rutherford worked work from exactly uh, back in the day yeah, yeah blowing yeah. things up Exactly, it's like right there. It's you yeah, know physics yeah. on the door, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um, he's there's a little museum um, of physics in there that mm. you can visit too. But my gosh, yeah, I, I'm going to be going hot desking there soon, I think. But um, over there, um, you can visit some really amazing companies. Um, Overcome is a new one, which is using um, augmented reality to help people overcome fears, phobias. Mm. So. If you don't like spiders or you don't like flying, um, you can um, d- go through a, a gentle desensitivity program on their um, on their set. So, um, 
amazing success for people that you know have never been on an airplane before wow. and can now um, take themselves through this um, guided session and it can also be done alongside clinicians as well but um, yeah amazing tech mm. um, happening there and um, a couple of probably more like out there ideas but um, a grid share is a, is a personal favorite it's quite hard to do the elevator pitch, but their uh, uh, CTO describes it as um, Uber for electrons. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out what that means. So if I explain it simply, it's um, we have a problem with moving to fully 100% renewable energy. Yes. And one of the reasons is um, that the commercials don't add up. So you've actually got to pump in tens of millions of dollars to the infrastructure, whether it's a wind turbine or solar, you've got to buy that stuff up front. Mm -hmm. So say you were about to build a, a new subdivision and you thought, hey, we'll do the right thing. We'll put sustainable energy. We'll, we'll build you know, um, some generation that's going to feed this. The thing is you might only have 10 houses at the beginning, mm -hmm. but you've got a paddock that's got enough for 10,000 houses. It doesn't. The economics don't don't work to invest in that um, that energy infrastructure to start with. So GridShare works alongside those um, infrastructure developers to make it commercially viable to invest because they they use the um, electricity that's not being used to make it to full demand and they use it for um, data centers. Okay, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, well, as we as we see these new data centres um, launching in New Zealand, there there is that big demand for them to be using entirely renewable energy, isn't there? Exactly. I yeah. I mean, I think that grid shares the answer to us mm. as a country getting to a hundred percent renewable energy. Yeah, it just makes uh, so much commercial sense. That means we can invest in everything, and from day one, it's giving an economic return on that investment. So it's a no brainer for people to you know, invest in a new solar farm or invest in a new wind turbine. Yeah, mm. yeah. And um, yeah, talking a little bit about the work you do, what are mm. the what are the some of the, the things that you've you know <laughs> you've really enjoyed the most because yeah, you've you've put a, a lot of energy and effort into uh, into your study and and into your work. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably half people to know you know what sorts of things do you plug into in terms of the you know projects and and. The businesses With Canterbury that you've worked Tech, in. or oh, just yeah. more broadly, yeah. Uh, well, I cut my teeth in Canterbury in a um, technology startup here. I've, I actually um, was doing research for um, a government department on the technology industry, and I had to travel around the country interviewing everyone. And I thought, yeah, I could, I can, uh, I can jump in here. I grew up with technology. My dad was one of the first computer programmers in in New Zealand. He's also uh, one of those early um, IoT pioneers um, doing weather research in Antarctica and building a climate lab at DSIR in Palmerston North. So I grew up with computers from a very early age and is always tinkering. Um, yeah, he went on again into I don't know aerospace, but astronomy. He ran um, international data collection for um, uh, astronomers measuring the grazing occultations of the moon, which means that um, when, a, when a star goes behind the moon, you can do triangulation and you can work out where it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so great. So my brother's 
went on to do um, computer science and I veered off into an arts degree, but I've come full backswing. I mean, it, it's inevitable that I came back here in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. good. And um, looking at the Canterbury Tech Summit, that's mm. what we've just had yesterday. You've obviously put a huge amount of uh, time into pulling that uh, together, and and it was an exceptional uh, event. Really uh, pleasing that it was you know completely uh, completely sold out. Um, and um, I got a slap on the hand for not being organised enough and checking that I was fully registered, but I got through the door. Um, so uh, thank you to whoever I twisted, don't know how you twisted some, some cheeky uh, arms to, uh, to to sort that. So um, so thank you for that. Uh, walk us through, you know, how do you pull off an event like this in terms of deciding who you're going to feature and um, yeah, how did how did that uh, come together? Because sort of looking at the mix of different you know speakers, and and I guess you know they're largely local you know New Zealand speakers from different parts of the countries, or also from Canterbury, a little bit on the international mm-hmm. uh, front as well. Um, but the people I spoke to and the the sessions I caught uh, would they were just spot on. It was really you know good, useful, uh, relevant uh, content and. And during parts, you had the three streams running, so yeah. you know people could delve into the into the right things. So within, um, you know, you've got the three different streams running. Our committee had um, worked out together an approach to appeal to three different audiences, which we broadly have in our mm. um, membership. One is the the techies, people on the tools, want to go deep. You know, want to know all the nitty gritty. Um, we wanted to have something, um, you know, to excite them and to go to the, that deeper level. One is the the business owners, you know, um, leaders in their businesses, uh, wanting to um, talk business and and people that understand the you know the complexities of of running a technology business and and all that entails. And probably thirdly is the tech users. So we have a lot of members now that we're. It doesn't say tech on the front door, mm, but mm. they may have massive um, technology departments or or not. Mm, but they mm. they they're using technology because technology underpins every business now. That's right. Um, and they want to know like what's next. What should I be looking out for? How can you explain it to me so I can understand? So we tried to have for every every session there was one of those audiences was taken care of. So even if you were super techie you could go into that but if you weren't techie you might have stumbled into the technical one and gone whoops but there were there were two other things that you could uh that you would find more accessible um and more that sort of business or um future vision style thing and then I think it's really like um for me like um choosing choosing the uh keynote speakers I was like you know what what do people really need to know? And I sort of look mm, with my design mm. thinking hat on, I look at anti-patterns. Like what are the things that in our community at the moment, like where are our skills gaps? Where are, where do I keep hearing people are tripping over? Um, you know, for example, you know, product management maybe isn't a very well understood discipline in New Zealand. So we bought, you know, one of the world leading experts in that to kind of unpick it in a in a simple way for people, and uh, we ran the pre summit workshops where um, you know CEOs and product managers could get up close and have a small group session and ask all those all those tricky questions. So yeah, I think there was some. Uh, it really was a masterclass. You know, people say masterclass, but that one was really. Um, yeah, people were like, I think my minds were blown. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that that was actually that was the the yeah the session with um it was Rich um Rich Marinov. Yeah, yeah Rich Marinov. Uh, yeah, he did he did a great keynote. That was that was fantastic. Um, and there were yeah there were, overall there was yeah pretty pretty incredible um, lineup of 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 speakers um, from yeah lot lots of different uh, perspectives. I enjoyed hearing um, Brendan. How do I say his surname? Uh, Mushchamp. Yeah. Um, from sharing his story of um, of Loom yeah. and uh, and and his work there with a small a small team that he was working with, but they had uh, he said two million uh, customers. They had to kind of migrate from you know one uh, iteration of the the technology uh, to another, and uh, and and how they. Uh, how they did that, and uh, yeah, it was a really uh, you know really good sort of practical and and insightful uh, session. So yeah, uh, that was that was really good. Um, that one was funny because I um I was I use Loom every day. Yes, and I saw I LinkedIn like who who works at Loom? Maybe I can chat to someone. Um, you know, just out of interest. Yeah, and then I saw that their chief engineer was in Christchurch and I went, hang on. <laughs> so uh, I asked someone, you know, like, who knows this person, see who was linked into them and yep. then, um, yeah, gave him a call and said, hey, can we can we meet up? So we, we met up and then he started telling me all these stories and he's he's got his own style of delivery and it's, it's actually very, very engaging. So we actually had him at our um, Tech Week Hub in May yes. and he told the story of how he landed the job as chief engineer of Loom, which is, you know, a, um, quite a, it's a startup, so the number of people aren't small, but it's mm -hmm. got quite a lot of global reach. It's a um, oh, sc yeah. screen recording um, yes. uh, software. Yeah, and uh, it, it was basically like he, he lost his job, his wife was pregnant, and he had two weeks to find work, so he went big. Yep. It's just such an amazing journey, and I thought, yeah, he's a really nice style. His presentation looks like code, and yes. so it's nice for people that are, you know, on the tools to um to kind of follow along in their own language almost. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was not nice and nice and, and geeky, but with uh, yeah, good storytelling. Yeah, uh, right through. So yeah, that was that was definitely um, one that that stood out to me. And one of the other things we've been able to introduce for our local member speakers this year was um to actually bring Michael. Called Philpot, who's um, uh, one of New Zealand's best speaking coaches, in, mm. and so we did that as a bit of a thank you to some of our local speakers, just to give them that chance to, you know, connect with each other again. It's a lovely networking and bonding thing to meet other people that are going to be up there on the stage. Mm. Um, also helps people just, you know, prepare because sometimes it's quite hard to know whether you've you've got there or not. Um, so we've had a lovely supportive like cohort of people doing uh, the speaker coaching in the background as well, which has been awesome. Oh, that's really Myself neat, included. It, it definitely <laughs> yeah, can definitely be helpful. I, I use a coach. I'm, mm. I'm talking out at Lincoln University tomorrow. And, um, yeah, it's a yeah, slightly different um, um, session that I've, I've done before, sort of, you know, f focused on, um, well, it's a property-related uh, conference. So, yeah, spend some time with my coach to make sure that uh, yeah. you know I've got something really good to deliver. So yeah, that's I think that's beneficial for everyone, right? Yeah. All the, the audience benefits from from you know speakers that are all uh, you know polished and 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 set to go. Yeah. So that's excellent. Yeah. Um, and any particular um, 
learnings for next time because this mm. is a this is you know an annual event uh, now mm. um, held at the the new uh, conference uh, yeah. centre uh, <laughs> here in Christchurch, which seems to be getting you know getting pretty packed out uh, with. With events, so you've have you got the next one sort of scheduled, or yeah, that's not um, too far off? Yeah, we have. It's um, the twenty seventh of September, twenty twenty four. So, yeah, at Pi again. Mm. Um, very exciting. It's going to be a Friday, so that could be quite nice to sort of kick on and enjoy, enjoy yeah. the evening as well. So yeah, just. Um, I think for me the the tricky thing is that we do sell out, and we we leading up to it, we we're saying going to sell out so please don't leave it too late and then as soon as we put the sold out sign on like every avenue that people could think of to try and get a ticket was like being was being hacked so all of the committee members were being like relentlessly emailed and you know i put an out of office on all of my (laughs) channels but then people were like calling and saying have you got a ticket and um because we actually oversold um we oversold um yeah, because there is such demand. And we know that a few people, you know, they're sick or Can't they don't show up on, on the day. day. Yeah. And um, we said none of the committee members are allowed to sit down, so there's enough seats <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> so we're trying to cram because we want to be inclusive, right? And we run our um, summit in quite a different way from sort of, a, I guess, a, a, a conference that's there to make money. Like we're mm, there to mm. connect our community. So our tickets are like super affordable they don't even cover the price of feeding you that day (laughs) but the rest of it is our sponsors which is again our community so our community is helping everyone from our community to be there which is the bit that we love so i always feel a bit um sad when we have to close the door yeah i want everyone to be able to come yeah but um hopefully this year um tapai is a very popular venue and it's quite hard to get a day um so we're lucky that we have got one uh but you know, I guess for the future we'd love to be able to expand to the full because uh, we used the 700 seating auditorium. There is which you can was, open which it was up. Packed. Yeah, <laughs> you can open it up to 1400. So wow. maybe life okay. goals. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. our committee, you know, I talked to um, David Carty yesterday from Stratos, and he's a um, previous uh, chair and committee member, and he said, you know, we always dreamed of doing it in Tapai, but we always thought it was just too big for us and too risky, so it's amazing to have, you know, built up slowly, mm, but to have got mm. there. So I think everyone's just feeling really chuffed about that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, well done. It was, yeah, I think it was great, uh, great networking and, and just catching up with so many uh, people as well. So, mm. there, you know, it wasn't... I guess, like, yeah, compare it to some of the big events you go to. They're, they're so big that you kind of, you know, can miss people, some of the international events and so on. And this kind of had, it was that right kind of um, fit. I guess if you do go, you do go bigger, there'll be an, a little bit of an element of that that, that you lose, <laughs> but um, but you'll also be able to serve more people. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yep, I think I, I, either way is good. It's just, it's probably going to change a little bit, yeah. you know, if, if you are, um, you know, going bigger. Oh, funnily enough, we sent out the uh, the survey this morning, and I haven't had a chance to review it, but um, uh, Jennifer, our marketing and events manager, has been reviewing it, and she said, everyone says, let's go bigger. <laughs> I was like, okay. does anyone say why? <laughs> yes. I think it's just a pride thing, right? We're, everyone's feeling super pumped to just feel like the buzz, really. And yeah, um, yeah with that, and then, you know, the other uh, two events um, on this week, yeah, it really is uh, something special. 
Yeah, and so how do how do these different events fit together? Mm. Um, it was uh, Christchurch NZ that it were sort of nudging me to you know to come down. Yeah. So there's obviously that c- connection with yeah. Christchurch NZ, who are you know part of the the council uh, or a council entity down here, aren't they? Yeah. So um, there are like regional. Um, development agency and we work um, hand in hand with them on a number of programs Um, one about um, encouraging women into technology we've been working um, on their power up series uh, together and yeah always working on that sort of skills overview and obviously attraction for people coming to Christchurch Um, and that's the same with the aerospace uh, group they're also working very collaboratively collaboratively um, with Christchurch NZ and and with us as well. So um, uh, some of the members of the Christchurch City Council uh, Smart Cities teams, we've got Grace who's actually on the Canterbury Tech Committee. So it's, you know, it's a, we're all connected together. And uh, so we all got together, the uh, the four groups and said, you know, how can we, how can we make this a thing? And um, yeah, we got a lovely design by um, Friday Creative of um, the, Innovate Otatahi brand. It's the first year, so I think we'll lean into it more next year and um, start to really, um, yeah, let people know in other centres that it's a it's a great time to come down and mm. stay for a few days in between as well and go to the hot pools or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And what what do you see as the the reason that there is a lot of innovation happening, mm. you know, here in Canterbury, and you know why startups are choosing to be here? Because obviously, yeah, every organisation has a, you know, when someone's launching an organisation, they can they can choose where to be, and mm. some will start in one city and move to another, or one country and and move to another. Um, but there is, you know, there's quite a long you know history here, um, you know, of technology innovation. Uh, we, you know, we've got companies like you know Tate, uh, who have mm-hmm. yeah, been around for a very long time, and they're, they're you know still still here strong, uh, in, yeah. in Christchurch yeah. and 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 doing well. Um, you know, Jade, uh, and another one, and um, you know there, there's there's I guess a you know a bunch a bunch more, but you know those those are two of the, the well known ones. Um, you know, why do you think Christchurch is a is a good space? I guess out of um, out of disaster comes creativity. Um, you know, I think mm, it's, it's a mm. natural cycle. Uh, we have lived through a lot, and I know resilience is a dirty word in Christchurch. We don't use that word, but you know, um, a lot of the companies that have um, lived through the entire city falling down and having to share workspaces with each other even reaching out to their competitors and saying are you guys okay come come work in my garage um through to um you know losing um you know colleagues in the mosque Mm, shootings mm. and um uh and um uh, yeah and uh what's the right word i'm getting a little bit choked up um supporting uh, our team members through that because that was very confronting for um you know our muslim team members um to 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 navigate that and so a lot of leaders were having to um help people that had already been through an earthquake through you know the the terrorist attacks and then obviously through covid lockdown so i mean throw locusts at us zombie apocalypse <laughs> um, we're all good um we we 
you, you get a certain, there's a certain glue that binds you together once you've been through that sort of level of adversity. And mm, I think mm. um, there's something in that that's, you know, it's an awful thing to have been through, but um, yeah, the magic comes from that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, as I said earlier, there does seem to be a real, you know, there's a community sort of uh, feeling and, and people are, you know, closely connected mm. uh, here. And yeah, certainly as somebody that, that you know, spent a, a large chunk of, of my, um, you know, childhood here, um, but, it, you know, it's mostly not, uh, you know, spent big chunks of time in in Canterbury um, in recent in recent decades. Um, yeah, it's always it's always nice to come back and to and mm-hmm. to see what's going on. And uh, yeah, invariably, I'm I'm encouraged, and I can under, yeah. understand why <laughs> people guess, choose to live here and and do business here and so on. Yeah, I don't think it happened by accident. I mean, I think people at the time of the earthquake said we need to all get together. Um, I use the word the nerdarati, uh, you know, the the deep thinkers, the future futurists, you know, get together and actually think like vision that future, and that happened in Christchurch. Um, there were a number of like key players. You've got you know, um, Raf Manji and Ben Reed and um, the the starters of Boma and um, Ministry of Awesome and. Mm. Um, you know, it's before my time, but those guys all got together and and set out a vision. Like, what if we did that? Not all of those ideas flow, but you know, Ministry of Awesome is now um, like a nationally known brand, bringing you know our founders down to Christchurch from Auckland to to set up their businesses and get the expertise and sort of wrap around support they yeah. need. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's the new norm is like born in Christchurch with a national view rather than being national things happening in Wellington or national things happening in Auckland. You know, national things are, are happening here as mm, well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think you're right that that futurist, um, you know, thinking and mindset mm. and, and action, um, you know, does seem to, you know, really run through and, mm. and you look at a lot of the things that are, uh, that are going on, and you can you can see uh, you can see that that's mm. that's been part of it, and you know over quite a period of time too. Yeah, and people, I think that's that um, community mindedness. People are obviously thinking about tech, but they're also thinking about human inclusion as well. There's definitely the tech for good um, is underlaying things. It's not mm, a mm. you know um, tooth and nails venture capital driven community. It's a like can we solve the world world's problems? I mean, the work that we've been doing with um, Dorinda Britton, um, I don't know if you, you heard about that yesterday at the at the summit, but uh, Dorinda Britton and Canterbury Tech have partnered together to develop a program uh, to support dyslexics in tech because mm. um, the new research um, out of England said that one in five people in a population, regardless of culture, gender, are dyslexic and many people will also have another neurodivergent thinking style on on top of that. Um, So if you think about your team uh, at work, you know, one in five of the team are dyslexic and they may not have told anybody at work that they are dyslexic. Um, They may have had a really hard time at school and there's a lot of um, scars that people will have if they've had a hard time at school. Um, so I guess we, we're trying to make the technology um, sector an appealing place where uh, we start to change the dial on workplaces 
we don't seem to be able to change the dial on schooling yet. Um, there's a lot of yeah. work that needs to be done yeah. there. Yeah. If one in five people in our classrooms is dyslexic and the support is, yeah, not really there, um, then what if we changed our workplaces and then schools might have to change? I guess that's that's the <laughs> the thinking Why behind not? it. Start where you can, and when yeah. yeah, if you can do it at this this in this environment, then um, you know it's likely to to float yeah. down from there, isn't it? So we've had fantastic support from three local partners, which is um, Indie Technology, um, Trimble and uh, Focus Software, mm. and they provided us with a group of people, so self-declared dyslexic employees of theirs and their HR teams and senior leaders, and then we ran uh, research workshops about um, trying to create the blueprint for what good looks like, and we're at the next stage. We're about to develop the prototype and, and start testing it again with those local partners. But again, it's another thing which um, it could be global, you know, it, it doesn't have to just stay in New Zealand and it, it, it can actually um, be a viable business as well as, you know, being obviously being a social enterprise with massive impact for people. So we know that, um, you know, there's in this inflection point where people are supported or they're not and, you know, some people have the benefit of having a supportive family and that will help them through a bad schooling. <laughs> uh, but when they don't have either of those things... Um, life can be pretty hard so now f more than 50% of our prison population is dyslexic imagine if all of the dyslexics were getting the support they needed and could go into um, employment where they were supported could we actually just uh, like eliminate um, social uh, a whole bunch of social issues that mm. are hiding in plain sight and I think that's um, that's Dorinda Britton and her um, again um, amazing visionary thinking and we've been proud to kind of walk alongside her and uh, help her to develop that program and to connect into um, you know the the technology companies and um, and to to get it tested and proven so, mm. Mm. oh that's that's uh, really really insightful mm. actually and uh, I'm sure yeah others will be will be interested in, in delving in mm. and, and finding out a, a little bit a little bit more yeah there. on our website you can um, there's a page uh, yeah if you go to the canterburytech.nz uh, website there's a um, rethink tech talent program page and you yep. can um, sign up there to find out more about the dyslexia program whether you're dyslexic yourself or you're an HR professional or you're a tech leader or you're all three <laughs> um, uh, you can uh, let us know and um, we'll be starting to um, reach out to people who want to know more yeah mm. yeah okay oh that's uh, that's that's great um yeah, well, definitely, I would encourage people that are uh, in Canterbury to, to, if they're not already connected with Canterbury Tech, to uh, to get plugged in. Uh, there's, yeah, there's lots of events, aren't there? You've got, you seem to have a a, a pretty, you know, um, full calendar through through the year of, yeah. of different things happening uh, within Canterbury when it when it comes to you know varying sorts of uh, tech meetups and 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 the like, you know, beyond the the, the big events. Uh, you yeah, know. so that's something actually um, like refreshed this year was our um, event calendar on the website. So you can actually subscribe to it now so it's in your calendar as well, which is a handy function. But yeah, we encourage like all of our technology meetups to um, list their 
uh, events on there. So if you're wanting to go deeper into, say, Python coding or um, business analysis or testing or you want to do, um, you know, a, a, there's other vendor-driven groups as well if you're into particular uh, software, then you can go deeper into, you know, and meet your your um, fellow uh people that that are you know into the exact same code language or software or discipline that you're into and it's really important for us um, as Canterbury Tech to support those groups so we actually set up a um, meetup fund um, with sponsorship from AWS uh, last year and um, that's been fantastic in that if you need money for pizza and beer or you need a venue um, you can um, log into that uh, fund and so long as you apply a couple of weeks in advance, we can we can give you a, a Prezi card to go buy your pizza and beer. We're actually just trying to um, get on a, a a beer partner as well. So if you know of any good beer partners oh, that wants to wants to um, feed feed our software <laughs> developer community <laughs> and technologists down here, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, gladly uh, take someone on board. Great! Oh, that's that's really cool. Uh, well, thanks, uh, thanks for your time, Louisa. Mm-hmm. It's been, um, yeah, great uh, being down here in Christchurch, and I'll, I'm you know down again uh, next week uh, for the Innovation Expo and the, and the Aerospace Summit. And um, yes, now uh, um, I'll be encouraging people to you know get it get more than just a couple of days down here. We've been mentioning the Aerospace Summit for a little while, so. Um, yeah, it's worth uh, it's definitely worth um, getting along to, and you know even for people from other parts of the country because one of the things that I've found with um, with conferences and events is if you go out of town for an event, uh, you're much more likely to put aside the whole day and really get into it. Whereas if it's in your own towns, oh, I've got this meeting, I've got a duck back for or this or that. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, really, really, really worthwhile um, content and mm. and a great way to. Um, you know, connect with folks down here. Uh, so thank you for that. Now, the, the um, just a reminder, the Canterbury Tech website. Yep. Um, um, CanterburyTech.nz. Okay, N- yeah. nice and easy. Yep. All right, that's great. Uh, and thanks, everyone, for listening in. Thanks to our uh, show partners, Gorilla Technology, 1NZ, HP, Spark, and 2Degrees for their support as well. Uh, and we'll be back again with uh, with another episode next week alright thanks very much thank you so much for having me cheers the New Zealand Tech Podcast brought to you by Gorilla Technology proactive and strategic IT